0: Welcome to PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Today I'm joined by Doug Leonard, the CEO of Clover's AI. Their intelligent interview solution helps recruiters and hiring teams collaborate on hiring decisions, reduce unconscious bias, and take advantage of real time interview feedback. We'll talk about the platform and how it's used on this edition of PeopleTech. Doug, welcome. Doug, can you tell me about Clovers and what it does? Sure.
1: So we built Clovers to solve a fundamental problem that I think faces most companies today. With very few exceptions, we're terrible at hiring. And when our investors and our our clients and prospects ask, you know, what's the value of building something like this? We actually think that the TAM is in the trillions because we can help companies hire the right people at the right time. And that also includes exposing bias in the interview process. And economists would agree that is a trillion dollar issue all by itself. Never mind questions that have to do with uh, the hiring manager asking the wrong questions at the wrong time. Something like uh, I actually had one of my managers at another company spend 20 minutes in an interview talking about religion, and you know, Clovers can help stop that, right? Um, so that's what we do essentially is is make that hiring process better and faster and safer.
0: What is it that prompted you to start Clover? What what was the problem you were trying to solve? Yeah, Uh,
1: yeah. Thanks for asking that. So one thing I'll I'll be careful to correct you on: on it's Clovers with an S because uh, Clover is another funny. It's okay, fintech fintech company uh, that we have to you know steer clear of. But um, so I don't know. You might know of a guy named uh, Jason Nazar and Adam Miller, both of these guys are tech entrepreneurs in LA. Uh, Jason has had several startups, successful startups over the years, and he's the CEO comparably. And Adam uh, was the founder of Cornerstone On Demand and CEO for 20 years. And those guys are friends and they actually are, uh, we're paying attention to conversational AI as something that is coming into its own over the last, uh, really the last year. And then of course the pandemic. Uh, the pandemic changed the way people do meeting. Like look at us today, right? We're, we're online and we don't think anything of it on video. So this, this idea of the pandemic, the social uh, unrest that's happened in the last two years in this country and conversational AI advancements they saw that there was a need to, there was something that we could do to help that and to, and to change that and to also capitalize on everyone using Zoom and WebEx. So those two gentlemen came up with the idea and then they came to me because I have extensive experience in HR and talent management and I worked with, with Adam for almost 10 years. Um, and we just thought it was the right time to execute and to come up with this idea. So that's, that's where the idea came I wish I came up with it. I should have come up with it, um, but I was one of the early co-founders and I helped with the idea moving it forward, but they, they came up with the original one. And it really had to do with where the country was in the last year and a half.
0: You touched this, touched on this, but I'd like to ask it as a separate question, which is why do you think a solution like Clover's is necessary?
1: Well, I, I think I have a great example. Uh, I, I've been in, in different C-level positions over the years and I had a VP that worked for me and he was doing an interview and I happened to record it and I watched it after the fact and, or listened to it after the fact. And, and keep in mind, he was a VP at a company that specializes in talent management. And I, I kid you not the first 20 minutes of the conversation mark was about religion. Okay. And this was two years ago. So they have the conversation and it started innocuously enough. It was, Oh, I went to St. Paul high school in Minnesota. Where did you go to? And then, then they started talking about they both went to Catholic high schools and they moved it from there and just kept talking about religion. And I'm like, Okay. There's one indication. And then as, as time went on, you could clearly see that people hire for the wrong reasons. They hire people that look like them and sound like them and are like them. And the reality is that is completely unfair and it perpetuates the diversity problem that we've had for the last hundred or 200 forever. Uh, So that is, that's one great use case and one reason why it's a good time to start paying attention and really making um, changes in the way we do our hiring. I think another big part of that, and Mark, you could, you could probably Google this. Um, in the last 18 months, the statistic is like 75% of companies in the Fortune five hundred have hired executives for DE&I. And I can tell you in my past when I was having conversations with, with clients, and in fact, I was down in the in HR tech today and Am, someone from Amazon came to uh, our booth and he even said, look, it used to be don't ask, don't tell, like we're gonna keep our head in the sand and if we have a rogue hiring manager that says something wrong or does, does something incorrect, we're just gonna ignore it and make it not non-discoverable. But today they wanna to know when their hiring managers are asking the wrong questions at the wrong time and inappropriate questions so that they can coach them and get better and then actually move the needle on DEI.
0: Is it fair to describe Clovers as a bit of technology that's sort of integrated into the hiring process?
1: Yeah. So, and I think that's one of our big differentiators and thanks thanks for bringing it up because we like to call it, we have a word for it, call it the flow of work. So we do everything in the flow of work. And that goes into, we didn't start this company, as you probably are aware, um, we didn't raise a typical seed round, right? A typical seed round in the United States is 2 million, 3 million, whatever it is, it's 15 million we, we ended up raising. Okay. So we made a decision to go and make sure we build this product for the enterprise. And when we say we're built for the enterprise, we're specifically built for being in the flow of work. And what we mean by flow of work is we're doing SSO, which is not typical for a startup, right? That's a little complexity. We integrate with whatever ATS, so we built it so that it's ATS agnostic. So we pull the, the, the any of other candidate records from the ATS. We use LinkedIn and the resume right there on the screen. We want our, our clients to use the solution in the video conferencing tool that they use today right? So we all know Zoom became a verb in the, last, you know, in the last year. So right in Zoom, we have all of this information. And right in Zoom, in our companion app, we're calling it, you could rate the candidate, you could create a highlight reel. Uh, and the, the user, uh, it, it's all integrated with the systems that they use today. So we're really focused on that because we want to make it really frictionless for our clients to use. And for what it's worth, the candidate really is just seeing the Zoom experience or the WebEx experience or the Teams experience. Um, so yeah, the goal, I would say the strategic goal being enterprise class is to make sure that we're, we're interviewed, I mean, I'm sorry, integrated uh, fully with their, their tech stack, their HR tech stack.
0: Let me sh- shift gears a little bit. You, and you just mentioned the last 18 months. <clears throat> Um, the last eighteen months have obviously been pretty choppy um, yeah. in terms of business conditions and the economy. Has that impacted your business?
1: Yeah, you know, and I, I am I'm the CEO, and I'm of course I'm looking at everything very optimistically, um, but it has impacted our business significantly because it, really the the data is clear ninety five percent. Of the skilled workforce now uses video conferencing tools like Microsoft Zoom. I mean, I'm sorry, Microsoft Teams and Zoom. So it's become very common, and the idea that companies are going to continue to be hybrid, working at home, or working in the office, or having the flexibility for both, uh, that has significantly impacted us. So if you look back years ago I remember doing an interview uh, a video interview years ago and I remember how uncomfortable I felt it's like what they're going to have it on video how awkward I don't want them to record it and now it is commonplace like I don't any when we like obviously we're growing right we have so we're growing and doing a lot of interviews not one candidate said don't do it on video don't record it um, so, yeah, I, I think it's impacted us pretty positively. And the diversity, equity, and inclusion has also impacted our business significantly. Again, it's for companies, especially in large companies, this idea of DEI is not window dressing anymore. It's like they want to have an impact on society, on their company, and the, community, and the communities in which they operate. And they are hungry for these tools, so uh, yeah, it's it's impacted us now in a in a positive way. And and frankly, building a company from scratch had its own challenges during a pandemic. Uh, but you know, using technology, we've been able to keep our employees like highly engaged to the point where we actually did an engagement survey and we had a 97% engagement score, which is unheard of because we're really leveraging technology everywhere we can.
0: Last question. Um, Where do you see this all going? What's the ultimate vision for Clovers?
1: So I'm focused on a very short-term goal right now. Uh, so I'll give you a little bit of the short-term goal. We, we raised our 15 million in, um, in seed. Our next goal is to get to a very small ARR number and get really good at helping companies do a better interview and leveraging the technology that's out there. So that's the short-term goal. Um, the use case, though lends itself for automatic growth and change and enhancement, because as you use artificial intelligence more, the value that it gives back increases significantly. So now we, we look, we're collecting data now for AI for in the questions and in the answers, but there's going to come a time where we have such a good database and we understand what successful questions look like, and better yet, what successful answers look like, as that matures, we can now give back to our clients and say, here's best practice that can influence your turnover rate. Here's best practice that can increase your diversity or improve your diversity. So I think that the, and I started off telling you that the TAM was in the trillions, Uh, the, the reality is we have, we have so much runway and so much growth just in this use case. Now, after we get great at that and we're delivering these, these insights to our clients, um, there's no reason why we can't move outside of, of interviewing. But again, that's, that's gosh, that's probably years out. Uh, but we're building a tool that integrates with, with all the things that they're using today in their HR tap, in their HR stack. Um, so there's, there's so many other use cases out there, but we just want to be great at what we've set out to do today, which is accelerate hiring, uncover bias, and put the right people in the right roles. And, and it's, it's pretty obvious and not because I'm a marketing genius, but because our clients are already asking, Hey, it's great if you can expose bias, but can you help me change behaviors? And that becomes a services question. And we're thinking a little bit about you know, how do we, we help our clients actually change behaviors once we do serve up some of these results? But again, that's down the road.
0: Well, Doug, thank you very much. I appreciate your coming and talking with us today. It was my pleasure. My guest today has been Doug Leonard, CEO of Clover's AI. And this has been PeopleTech, I'm Mark Pfeffer.
1: Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get stories told. The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media